Hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode 30 of Just the Fitness Tip with Michael Ujawa and Jason Alls, Edinburgh's number one fitness podcast. Jason, we made it to 30 episodes. I know, you know what they say. So apparently, most podcasts don't get past <laughs> the first podcast. Most podcasts don't get to 14 podcasts. We're on 30, wow. which means that we're now almost the same age as me. <laughs> Not in years, but yeah, yeah. in designations. How old digits. are you? 31. Okay, nearly there. Next week. Next week will be the same <laughs> age as me. <laughs> yeah, I feel it's a bit deja vu with that intro. Uh, would you like a coffee? No. Okay. No, I would. I'd love one. I was, I was just kidding. You know, I was just trying I wouldn't to mix mind, it up I, a bit. I'd get to drink more coffee then if you didn't want it. So. <laughs> Can't imagine you drinking all that coffee. I would give it a good go, though. I think right. it would be the, the shortest episode ever because you'd say everything right. so quick. This one's for Elaine. Uh, enjoy. This is for you, Elaine. And also Elaine's husband, who apparently shames her, which is uh, very topical for today's episode. They're not married, just as a Oh, apologies. Yeah. Elaine's partner. Barry. Barry, Barry, that's for you. I don't even know if Barry listens. He he definitely doesn't. He will now. <laughs> yeah. uh, Wait, I've not well, got any milk. I'm, I'm gonna get some milk. Have now. you gone vegan? I'm gonna. <laughs> I've got oat milk. So this show's yeah. gone vegan. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How's your week been? It's been really good, actually. I've uh, the biggest thing. I've realised a dream, uh, and that sounds a bit grandiose, but it's true. I did some pro wrestling training this week, Mitch, and I'll give a big shout out to Joe Hendry and Lewis Gervin and uh, Dave Conrad, who are the trainers at Joe Hendry's Wrestling School. It was awesome. It was really good. It was three hours, hard work. Um, but You've without... not worked that hard for that long before? No, not for a long time. No. Um, and I will say, without exposing the business, that's a bit of jargon, it was very <laughs> insightful Um to see the inner workings. I mean, I've decided like, you know, when people take like one class and all of a sudden they're an expert. No, but um, yeah, it was hard work, but it was, um, it was awesome. Really good vibe. Nice guys that were training as well. And hopefully this is the first step to me uh, main eventing WrestleMania next year. If you do it, can I have some free tickets? Of course. Because you know, there's a, what my wife always says to me whenever I'm like, oh, I would have loved to have been a pro wrestler. And she always goes, there's a famous wrestler called Diamond Dallas Page mm -hmm. from the 90s. He started wrestling at 37 years old, Sorry. and then he won yeah. the WCW heavyweight title at 40. So, I, I mean, the WCW title is now defunct, so that's not on my dream list anymore. Yeah. But, hey, you never know. Look at this face. So this you, could be Red WrestleMania. You, so you've got five years to hone your craft. Yeah, then, uh, so I'll be five years ahead of DDP. <clears> yeah. yeah. Well, good luck. If I can do anything to help, then... Yeah, you could let me body slam you. <laughs> you could let me work out what my finishing move's going to be. Mm. Have you any thoughts already, or is this still in the pipeline? Well, I think part of my character has got to be, when the ref's not looking, I hit them with a unicycle. <laughs> That's got to be it, <laughs> yeah, right? So um, people are like, where did that unicycle yeah. come from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one knows. It's just part of the character. Um, it's true, though. Like, so what? there's a bit of a cliche in, in pro wrestling where they say, your character is the real you turned up to 11. So it's basically like a kind of caricature-ish, dramatic expression of your real personality mm -hmm. so taking my life into consideration i feel like it would be a waste for me not to integrate an extreme unicycling gimmick in there somewhere yeah i like it yeah so the undertaker used to everyone knows the undertaker right he used to do a move where he would like uh get someone in like an arm lock and then he would walk along the top rope yes yeah, yeah. everyone was like that's like slacklining which is what you do 
So Could maybe you, you should do ride something. a unicycle along the top rope. I think <laughs> it would kill the flow of the match. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Hold if, on, hold on. Gotta get the unicycle. In terms of the psychology of a yeah. pro wrestling match, I don't know if it would necessarily work. But hey, I'm here to shake up the business, mate. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Right. So what have you been up see, to? Anything uh, as exciting as that? Do you know? What? I've not been pro wrestling training, so I feel like Sorry. anything I say will be. Um, You've just been targeting people on Twitter. I have. I've been. I've been chatting out. You know, I have been targeting people on Twitter. We'll get onto that in a second. Some might say bullying. No, I would <laughs> never do such a thing. I'm calling out bullying, Jason. That's what I'm doing. Um, yeah, I've been putting out a lot of social media content this week. I know. I'm sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> no. You have. Oh, You've been putting your glasses on, filming your video, trying to look like a smart yeah. guy. Do you know why I had my glasses on for that video? Because you couldn't see. Because you were reading a script. I wasn't reading a script, but I have. I every time I do a video, I do like bullet points of things I want to cover. Yeah, and the it. way that I put the camera up, the laptop, I had to put far away, otherwise it would be in the shot, and I couldn't see it. Yeah. So I knew that. Yeah, thanks, mate. I knew that, but I, it was funny just because you never wear your glasses, and then you were like. You know, statistics show. <laughs> yeah, and I was no, like, no, oh, no, he's no, just no. trying to make himself look like no, an egghead. I didn't do that. Stop it. No, I just couldn't read my laptop screen. I'm actually getting to the point now where I'm going to have to start wearing my glasses a lot more because my eyes are getting quite blurry. I think it's a sign of getting old. Right, Grandad, how's your knees? They're actually okay. I don't know. We'll see after I get a bit more cardio in. But yeah, no, my eyes are just getting worse. It's the first to go, they say. <clears throat> I know. It's fine. I uh, just buy a decent pair of glasses and they look good. It's good. It's all good. It'll be a lot harder when you go blind to this podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as long as you don't go deaf, that would ruin it. <laughs> Blind's okay, isn't it? You could re- just like... Read oh, I'd have to read them all. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's not why I'm here. That's <laughs> yeah, true, yeah. I run the tech, you bring the jokes. Yeah. It's the rules. Uh, yeah, so um, as we're going to move on to in a second, I've been calling out a few people online. And yeah, actually, that video has had the best response Possibly the biggest response I've ever had from a social media video. You're going to turn into like uh, the Alex Jones of fitness now, aren't you? Just like insulting people for views. Alex Jones? Yeah, you know Alex Jones, the guy, the uh, Infowars, and he just goes mental and he makes stuff up, almost where he makes stuff up. I love him. You need to look him up. He's like so over the top. He's like Texan, brash. You recognize him. He, um, he's like he thinks that uh, yeah yeah okay he thinks yeah. that like politicians are interdimensional pedophiles oh really yeah okay. that's not that's a direct quote by the way i'm not putting so, words in his mouth so he's, he's been banned from twitter youtube like all these things so. rightfully so uh, rightfully i love so. him okay. i think he's brilliant <laughs> if you go on okay. youtube there's a, some amazing compilations mm-hmm. of crazy stuff he's said um <laughs> just about like hitler and like stuff wow. um because he is almost like a parody mm-hmm. um he and and to some degree like he's been on joe rogan and like he, even joe rogan a bit like this guy but i think joe rogan says like he's playing a character nah, but can't. he is definitely borderline i almost think of so here's another good ref, wrestling reference People say like Ric Flair, if anyone's heard of Ric Flair, there's yeah. a term called living the gimmick. And it's when you create your character, but you basically become your character in real life. Is that what he did? I, I Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I think Alex Jones created this larger than life persona for himself and he's almost become it. Okay. Which is quite interesting. Mm, okay. That's for another podcast. That's for our psychology I mean, podcast. I... Is it the fitness tip? I Yeah. I've, I'm not going full Alex Jones. I'm not making anything up. Not yet. Um, I'm just calling people out for being utter uh, bullies. By the way, you've been swearing a lot. I heard you swear last episode, and I heard you swear the episode before that. I know. I know. 
I apologize to, I like it. to my mum mainly because she watches my videos and she's like, you swore in that video and she doesn't like it. Does she listen to the pod? She doesn't listen to the podcast, but she does watch every video and stories. And so I'm not on very supportive then. No, she's not. But neither are our wives. <laughs> no, so. my mum to be honest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my mum doesn't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> Do you need a hug? <laughs> no, I'm quite happy about it to be honest. Like okay. people always moan about their mums interfering in their lives. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, I'm kind of glad that. Actually, well, I don't know. I wouldn't mind, but yeah, every time I do swear in a video, she she will. I couldn't say, handle that, mate. Been swearing I couldn't handle video. that. I'd That's be around right. my mum's house swearing all the <laughs> yeah. time, just to you know just desensitize her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's it's been a good week. Um, it's been a good week of good bullying, week of bullying online. online. Yeah, of bullying yeah. online. No, it's yeah, it's been an interesting week because James Corden. I don't know if anyone's seen. Um, was it last week or was it this week that he did his video? I think it was last week. I think it was last week. Um, maybe at the weekend. What time? What week? Day does he do his show? I think was... you know what. I'm not being facetious here. I think he does it every day. Oh, does Is he? Not one of those late night oh. shows that are on every Monday to Friday. Blimey! I okay. might be wrong. I don't live in America, but okay. um, but you know, it was a response to another video. <laughs> Yes. Which was, was another late night talk show. Bill Mayer, I think it's pronounced. Yes. Bill Mayer. Mayer, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, do you want to give a bit of an intro into what it is and then we'll we'll run with it? Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, so Bill Mayer, this guy, he is a, a left-wing, um, what would you call him, commentator and certainly a satirist comedian. Yeah. So it, it's always difficult when people take that tone talking about serious issues mm-hmm. um because it's very easy to say something dramatic uh with your tongue in your cheek and just say it was a joke yeah um but obviously it can then part of me thinks you know i think comedy is really important i i watched um the recent dave Chappelle special on netflix which had a lot of controversy attached to it because mm-hmm. he talks about the lgbt community but i think Comedy is certainly uh, a place where you can explore um, serious issues and a lot of the time very difficult mm-hmm. conversations, um, w- jokingly. And, and a lot of the time, a lot of work can be done there. So whenever people are shot down for mentioning things, I, I think it's negative. That being mm-hmm. said, Bill Maher basically said that, um, I think it was something along the lines of, we should bring fat shaming back. Yeah. Um, and then James Corden, who I think publicly has had a, a battle with his weight over the years. He used to be a lot bigger than he is now. Mm-hmm. Um, he said... Um, well, he says it's never gone away for a start. So yeah. Bill Mayer was saying about bringing it back. Um, and James Corden says that he's nearly every day he's insulted for his weight, I'm sure, on social media. Yes. Um, it, yeah. says, it says here, uh, I've got a quote. So yeah, Bill Maher said, uh, fat shaming doesn't need to end, it needs to make a comeback. And James Corden responded, you're working against your own cause. It's proven that fat shaming only does one thing. It makes people feel ashamed. Mm-hmm. So uh, they went, he went on to talk about this idea of, of a obesity epidemic, which I think both of them agreed with. I think most of us would agree if you look at the statistics in terms of um, obesity increasing <laughs> yeah. over the past kind of 40, 50 years. Um and then what you kind of covered was another reaction to a reaction to a reaction. There was, sorry, what was her name? Danny. Danny. Uh, oh, I've forgotten her name now. Uh, one sec. Uh, it is Danny Levy. Danny Levy. She was on Good Morning Britain <clears throat> with the national treasure, Piers Morgan. 
And uh, she was advocating fat shaming because she thinks it, quote, encourages people to lose weight, but health and fitness experts disagree. So I thought what was quite interesting, um, before you go into your piece, Mitch, Mm -hmm. um, I thought what was really interesting is this word shame. Because fat shaming, making people feel shame because they're fat, does that help people lose weight? Now, I looked up a few sources about shame and addiction in general. Now, obviously, we can be it can be controversial to suggest that people are addicted to food, but that's that's not an argument I want to have at the moment. The reason I picked addiction is because um, it's an extreme reaction to being shamed, and I think it's it, it shows extreme examples of how shame affects people. Mm-hmm. So this is on, uh, I should really give a source, and I will do it at some point. But this one says, um, it talks about shame and addiction. It says, children can grow up in an environment of shame. In dysfunctional families where addiction or codependency is an issue, it's easy for children to see themselves as unloved, unworthy, inferior, or even inadequate. Um, in other words, it's not their actions, but their whole being that is the cause of their shame. Constant belittling, criticism, and even neglect and isolation all enhance the sense of inferiority. So the idea being, if you make someone feel bad about themselves because of who they are, not because of their actions, Mm -hmm. and okay, there's arguments here to be made that we're shaming people because of their actions, but when you say fat shaming, even that terminology, what you're doing is is you're you're making someone feel bad about how they look, Mm -hmm. okay? That is obviously creating all of these negative feelings within someone. And I would argue probably not necessarily conducive for positive action. There's another great uh, article here. It was on psychology today. I'm loving your research here, mate. I'm just going to tip my hat to that. Thank you. Um, So breaking the cycle of shame and addiction and severing the links in your life is essential for healing. Working with an experienced therapist in this area is one of the most positive things you can do for yourself. Um, so making connections, reconnecting with family and friends, co-workers, essential to see yourself, da, da, da. learning to accept these people, love you, see value in you, and you can uh, see value in you can be difficult, but through therapy it's possible. So it's all of these ideas that um, shame, shame itself causes people <clears throat> to spiral further into whatever problem it is they have. And the yeah. reason I use addiction is because it's um, it's much more visceral than the idea of someone overeating. Um, and it obviously causes more deaths and more um, negative impacts on society. But it's the same idea. It's this idea of mm-hmm. do we use shame in order to um, rewire someone psychologically? And I think, Mitch, you'll probably go on to, to speak more about this. Most of the evidence shows that shame is not a motivator in any way, shape or form. No. Not at all. I think Martin McDonald summed up, I know we're mentioning him again. Um, he did a good post, which I shared on my story yesterday on Instagram, and it basically just said, fat shaming is bullying. And that's all that it is. Um, have you ever, I just don't know how anyone can think that that's going to be a productive way to help someone to make changes. Um, yeah, it's, it's just really, really not. And I, I don't want to kind of cover ground that you've mentioned already. Um but yeah, I, <clears throat> her as a personality as well, I think that I know that Good Morning Britain is going to have people on there that are kind of extreme. They're going to get viewers. They're going to get people watching their program. But I just think that 
having people like Danny Levy on your program talking about such a sensitive topic is never going to end well, especially then when you look up her Instagram page and she's linking to fat burners and God knows yeah. what else in her Instagram bio. It's just completely nonsensical. But you know what annoys me the most is people who come out and go, uh, fat shaming stops people from overeating. Now, I don't know this for a fact, but you can look at those people and I would wager that almost 100% of them have never been fat and so therefore don't don't know if fat shaming. I would love to see someone, and this is the bone I have to pick with the Good Morning Britain thing because the opposition, the the counter-argument was placed by Christopher Biggins, (laughs) uh, you know, uh, esteemed scientist. And obviously someone who, you know, He's a larger guy, but he's not someone who's been a larger guy, has gone through a process of then losing mm-hmm. weight. I would have loved to have seen someone who's done that and someone who could say fat shaming did this for me. And if it was a negative effect, what caused them to create yeah. positive habits in their life? Because it's always it's the same thing as like um, not to get too political here, but it's the same thing as um, men commenting on like women's issues Mm-hmm. Or um, or a white man coming out saying, um, you know, the police aren't racist. It's like, how yeah, do you yeah. know? I've never experienced any of these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it's just so silly. Like, I think it goes back to this idea of what we talk about personal traders and them being put on a pedestal and sometimes not always being the right people because mm-hmm. a lot of personal trainers have never experienced or, yeah. or obviously aren't the kind of people who struggle to get to the gym, mm-hmm. who struggle with their diet, who struggle with all these things that that – you know, these other people are experiencing. So I, I would love to hear people who have actually gone through the process yeah. of being overweight, being unhappy with their weight, and hearing what the motivators have been. Or at least having someone on who kind of like understands the research or has worked with a lot of people in that scenario and they haven't taken this, you're not working hard enough yeah. approach like Danny Levy probably has. And James Gordon said it as well, didn't he? He said, if fat shaming worked, there would be no fat people around. Exactly. Because fat shaming, as I said, has never gone away. You've just got to look at any post online that is posted by a larger person and look at the comments and it is disgusting, the amount of abuse that they have to put up with. So just fat shaming is never the right approach. And James Gordon mentioned it too. Research continually shows that if you completely criticize someone for their weight, make comments about someone's weight, you're not encouraging them, their weight goes up. It does not go down. I think that what they're doing is they're confusing a kind of hardline, no-nonsense approach and 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 an honest approach with being horrible. You know, look, I'm not saying that if someone's got an issue of any description that you should lie to them about it. Mm-hmm. You should tell them everything's fine or whatever. But just think back to when you're at school, if you had a teacher or if you had a coach or something like that in a sport you played. If they were hard on you, the ones that got the best results were the ones that you realized they were being hard on you because they cared. Mm-hmm. So creating this atmosphere of you're worthless, you're nothing, mm-hmm. and then being an arsehole is obviously going to make people feel terrible and feel worthless. I think if you're going to take a hard line of you need to be training and you need to be more disciplined, it needs to come from the point of view of you're awesome Mm -hmm. and I think you can do this. I really believe in you and we can make positive changes for your life together. But I'm going to wake you up at this time and force you to go to the gym. That kind of stuff. So I I understand that there's this kind of – quote-unquote snowflake culture and yeah i think people do need to toughen up but it needs to come from a position 
of like genuine, you know, benevolence mm-hmm. as opposed to this. Because her sitting there telling people to shut their mouths and stop eating food comes from an obnoxious, superior, yeah. elitist. Did you hear her argument about the smoking thing as well? Oh, if someone's smoking, you don't tell them. It was, yeah, it was, it was just made no sense whatsoever. And also, yes, yeah, so as she said, uh, she compared it to smoking. You don't say to a smoker, your breath stinks, and they go light up another cigarette. Well, they might do. Like, well, yeah, also, <laughs> I, if you're a smoker, you just have a bit of chewing gum and then have another cigarette later. Yeah. It's not a comparable. No, it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's a stupid. It'd be thing. like if you were a heroin addict and you're like, your hair is awful and your face is, <laughs> you look disgusting. You look like you're addicted to heroin. They're not going to go, Oh, better book an appointment at the beauty salon. No, they'll probably go shoot up again. Like, yeah. it's not, it's such a yeah. silly. And again, I think it comes from the fact that she's never experienced these things. Yeah, yeah, potentially. And I know we've spoken a lot about the body positivity and health at every size movement before in the past. And they've got, they've got brilliant points, which I completely agree with. I follow a lot of body positivity accounts. Um, Dr. Joshua, was it Woolage? I don't want to butcher his name. Yep. I'm going to get his name up on Instagram. Yep. Was it, is that what it was? That's what it was. Okay, perfect. Um, is it is a great proponent of this. Um, exactly. Um, and I don't think it's about completely um, ignoring the health side of things. Um, I don't think these people, not always anyway, are saying that being overweight doesn't matter at all and your health is going to be absolutely fine no matter how big you get. But if you're not in a good headspace, you're not being treated with kindness and compassion and you're in a supportive environment to help you change nothing's going to change for the better exactly it's all about confidence isn't it and if you're asking someone to do something hard something that requires discipline and commitment if you start them off with destroying their ego and removing any kind of self-confidence whatsoever and and also having your trainer or whoever it is that's leading your your kind of training seeming as though they have no confidence in you and that you have no self-worth and what you have to do is is you have to build those people up you have to motivate them you have to make them feel strong enough that they can take the action there's a great thing um i was watching uh, i I won't name the tv show because it's meaningless but the (laughs) guy's morning he's a no it's it's, it's a drama there's a football coach and this kid uh, he's like i'm not i don't need to be here you don't need me i'm not good enough he's like yeah he's like leave fine leave he's like I can't make you stay here. Mm-hmm. Is like you need to do that yourself. Yeah. But when you make that decision, I will help you on that yeah, journey. Yeah. And that's what it needs to be. So people do need to have that motivation mm-hmm. and they do need to have that self-confidence. And without it, people aren't going to all of a sudden wrap chains around their fridge because people are slagging them off. Yeah, yeah. If anything, you spiral in, into this kind of um, black hole of, of even more compulsive um, I get behavior. I get so many clients that come to me f- from other PTs that have treated them in that way. Um, they've kind of messaged their PT and said, oh, I'm going through a tough time with my relationship, for example. And the PT will say, well, you've got to keep going. Work harder. Yeah. There's no excuses. And it's just not the approach to take. And I think the way you worded it before was actually brilliant. Um, kind of building someone up and them knowing that you're in their corner, you can then maybe approach um, the tactics a little bit more heavy-handedly. Yeah, I think it's about empowerment, isn't it? Yeah, It's absolutely. giving someone the... I don't want to say power. It's giving someone the, the the foundation from which to take that action. Yeah. And I think breaking them down 
you know, and everybody's different because you might have people. I always think if, if that hardline approach mm-hmm. of that no nonsense approach works with people, it's because they've got a lot of self confidence yeah. already and they've got a lot of self worth mm-hmm. and they say in their own head, this guy's breaking me down so I can be better. Mm-hmm. But not everybody's like that because yeah. not everyone's gone through that process. Most not everybody's not like had that. people yeah. in their lives that have built them up and made them feel mm-hmm. good and made them feel like, you know, they could do anything. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think compassion needs to be at the heart of everything. And also, yeah, empowerment. Let's empower people to make positive change in their life. Yeah, it's not about, this is the other thing. It's not about saying, um, oh, you can't slag people off for being fat. Therefore, we just have to leave it there. Yeah. It's not like that. It's, it's saying, no, just we want people approach. to, yeah, yeah we want people to make positive change in their lives. But we don't do that by belittling mm-hmm. them and, and making them feel shame. The shame. Yeah. Never in the history of the world has the word shame been used as a positive <laughs> like, thing. I know, yeah. So, yeah, it's crazy. And yeah, so I finished my video off with a point that I was taught by my mum when I was about three years old. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. It's Absolutely. that simple. Absolutely. I always just think, if you're going to make a comment about someone's life, think, you know, twice about what the purpose of that is. Yeah. Right? Because at the end of the day, and I said this last week, no one wants your advice, really. Especially, <laughs> yeah. even sometimes when people ask for it, they don't yeah. really want it. What they want to hear is what they want to hear. Yeah, they want yeah. you to tell them. So I've never been in a situation where giving advice has been a positive thing. Um, so, you know, think about how you live in your life and think about, you can support people without being uh, meddling. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You can, um, you can empower people and you can pick people up without being demanding and condescending and you know quite frankly insulting so so yeah good morning britain please other other get us on yeah mate literally get us on piers morgan if you're listening to this tippers go over to piers morgan's site uh go on to mr motivator as well and just say we need the fitness tip on good morning as long as people like Piers Morgan are on Good Morning Britain, there's never going to be reason to debate. So Good Morning Britain, first of all, get rid of that absolute piece of God knows what. From That's the only panel. reason people watch it, though. Oh, it's a joke. Get and us then, on. That's another reason you watch actually it. Actually invite people on that are going to have kind of sensible approach to this and that will oh, actually well, maybe help. We shouldn't like, be on it, like tens of thousands of people watch this every morning. Having people like her on there. I wonder how many people watched that bit with Danny Levy on and just went away feeling completely miserable about themselves. But you know what's bad? Wow. That will have had loads and loads and loads of views. Yeah. And all that does is reinforce Good Morning Britain's decision to have people like that on the show. Yeah, Controversy sells. It does. Get us on. We'll be equally controversial. <laughs> I'll be in the back rapping. <laughs> I'll write a rap about Piers Morgan if you get us on. Love it. I think we solved it there. I think we nailed it. Right. Now, world hunger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Brilliant. Right. Should we move on to something uh, slightly uh, oh, more go on lighthearted? Go on okay, let's go for it. Okay, so something a little bit more lighthearted to the last uh, conversation topic. Um, and it's an important one. Uh, so hopefully the original tippers will remember uh, back when we first started the podcast. It must have been one of the first few episodes, surely. I can't remember the exact episode. I don't think it that. is. I think it was outside the top 10. Was it really? Mm. Uh, okay. So there was goat yoga. Uh, what was the name of the farm that had goat yoga at it? It was in Glenrothes. Glenrothes, okay. 
you were a big fan of Glenn Roethlisberger. Yeah, it's the epicenter for ridiculous ideas. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, maybe uh, the startup uh, person, that's not the professional title. Entrepreneur. Um, thank you very much. Um, who has started this next one up. Maybe she went to Glenn Rothis and was inspired. Can't wait to hear um, this. So I <laughs> I was on social media yesterday and someone sent it through to me, an original tipper sent it through. And apparently on a Gloucestershire farm, they have set up alpaca yoga classes. <laughs> Go for it, Jason. What's your thoughts? What an incredibly <laughs> ridiculous idea. This is this to me is like, you know when people invent things that are completely superfluous when there was something. So you get something and it works. Yeah. And then people decide to add something to it that doesn't actually make it any better. It just makes it different. Alpaca yoga. Right. What what is the main what is the main use for an alpaca farm in this country? I'd like to know. Is it the wool? Mm -hmm. Is it the meat? Because, you know, we all love an alpaca burger now and again. <laughs> um, and then why is someone gone, right, well, the alpacas aren't getting enough work, so we're going to need to find uh, another revenue stream. Let's get them involved in the yoga scene, because that's where all the money is. I also like the way that they wear the title. It just makes me think that it's not for humans, just alpacas are turning up for some <laughs> yoga classes. <laughs> I think this says a lot about Gloucestershire. Um <laughs> Uh, How rude! I'm I'm not going to name this person, but someone on my Instagram recently was doing. Is it Dan? Is with, it Dan? No, it wasn't Dan. Okay, it was doing yoga with dogs, and <laughs> I just thought, like, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Like, I mean, just you're wasting your time here yeah. because either go and play with a dog or go and do yoga. Please don't do both. You're not improving your yoga, and you're probably not improving that dog's experience either. <laughs> yeah. And go why goats and alpacas? Why are they these random animals? Yeah. These random this, they probably have to ship them in from South America. <laughs> and they're like, oh, I'm starting my new life in the UK. Now I'm on a farm in Gloucestershire doing yoga with yeah. privileged people <laughs> <laughs> who can't actually do yoga. So I know they were running apparently a six-week pilot uh thing for this and it says if successful. I like that they've not put all their eggs in the basket there. <laughs> they will continue through. Yeah, just the summer months. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Is there? Do they hibernate or something? I don't know. What do alpacas do? They do CrossFit in the winter. <laughs> oh, do they? Okay. That takes up all their time. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> guys, if you also alpacas are quite big. Yeah, don't they spit as well? Do they stand on you while you're doing it? I. It's like shame. It's like fat shaming. They spit in your face if you're doing it wrong. <laughs> That's not a downward dog. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure they spit. Oi, oi. look at me like that yeah okay so are you going to sign up are you going to go to Gloucester um, Gloucestershire and give alpaca over I'm going to book my ticket to Gloucestershire now ticket yep my ticket <laughs> I'm going to get there I'm going to get to the farm the alpaca yoga studio I'm going to smash it up and I'm going to say this is an abomination. Are you going to take alcohol and do a bit of rage yoga whilst you're there as protest uh, that's I'm going <laughs> to it'll be like martial arts so <laughs> rage yoga destruction of the farm um guys if you've not only belittled yoga you've also belittled the whole purpose of a farm that, that, that is true are, are they usually a farm animal can you imagine farmers like an old school farmer <laughs> stepping <laughs> into his field seeing some posh middle class yummy mummy yeah. doing yoga with his alpacas and he's like i thought this was a dairy farm <laughs> yeah. also this is completely off topic 
there's quite a lot of variety between alpacas. Look at the way they the difference in those multicultural. Two well, like one of them's like super slim, thin, long neck, and the other one's quite a short, stubby neck. Are you fat shaming the alpaca? No, 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 I'm not. Maybe. It's just the wool. It's just the wool. He's I big bone. If I criticised him, uh, it would build him up and make him feel better. In fairness, he's been sheared. Yeah, and he hasn't. True. But you're right. He's got a shorter neck. But hey, maybe he's a shore, <laughs> not a grower. That one there. The other way around. Oh. Well, that one there. Oh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> Guys, if you do alpaca yoga, hit us up. Let us know. Yeah. Um, is it better than normal yoga? Is it better or than goat yoga? Is it better than goat? Hey, oh my God. <laughs> yoga wars. <laughs> my God, that would be something, wouldn't it? Yeah. That's a viral video idea. I don't know how they'd fight though. They just sit and meditate. Who can meditate the hardest? Who can reach enlightenment <laughs> with the least fur on you? <laughs> uh, goats okay. smell bad. I imagine alpacas don't smell like Davidoff cool water either. But yeah, and also the yoga, the yogas, the the alpacas in the picture, they don't look that clean. I want to know if the person who started this thinks it's right that this is better than normal yoga like mm. as, as the motivation for this class being you know what i've always felt like there's something missing from my <laughs> yoga class and then i went to an alpaca farm yeah. and i thought finally the marriage of a lifetime yeah in edinburgh you can walk them did you know this so if you go so on the pentlands you can go and walk the alpacas so people actually pay to go and walk i think you pay I might be wrong here. I apologize if I'm not um, if I'm not right. Then yeah, you can pay and walk alpacas on the Pentlands. You know what? I think they wrote about this in the Book of Revelations. <laughs> <laughs> the end is nigh. Yeah. Why are we walking? If you want to walk an alpaca, fine. That's fine. I'm fine with that. I'm not going to diss you. But why? I'm not saying you shouldn't do alpaca yoga. I'm just wondering why you're doing it. Are you? Do you think it's better than normal yoga? Were you drunk when you booked it? Is it a Hindu? Mm-hmm. Imagine a Hindu alpaca yoga. Those poor alpacas. I would love to be there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so here we go. So alpaca experience. So it's not, it, wait, <laughs> alpaca experience brackets including walk. Okay. So it's not just walking. Wow. It's the whole experience, so like the Jimi Hendrix experience. For 80 to 90 minutes, you walk with alpacas, followed by time on the farm interacting with and feeding the alpacas that sounds like community service yeah um and it, you do have to pay for it cost shown per alpaca it doesn't say the cost walked though, by party i think the word party has been used loosely let's, there yeah it's is it 14 oh that's no, two o'clock we'll take that back well done mate did you uh, think it was 1400 pound well they're rolling it up there the alpaca farm right i'm gonna see how much this costs maybe the next episode we'll do is us on location Walking an alpaca. Mm, oh, this is it's all fully booked. Or they just Wow. No, I think maybe they've stopped it for the winter months. We're in their now. own business. Oh yeah, yeah. they do crossfit winter. <laughs> in the box. Anyway, so yeah. If anyone wants us to come along, try their alpaca yoga class out, hit us up. We're in. If anyone does yoga with any other strange animals, let us know also. <laughs> we want to find out the weirdest yoga with the strangest animals. Platypus yoga. I'm in. It's got to be. Yeah. If you could do it with penguins, that would be cool. Penguins are quite. What's cool a really animal. flexible animal? Uh, An ostrich. Is a giraffe flexible, or is it? It's just quite limmy. Have you seen it? that? <laughs> is that worse? Yeah, it is now. Okay. Have you seen them hit each other with their neck? Yeah, it's madness. I feel we're going off on a tangent here. However, yeah, when you watch old um, 
nature progress. <laughs> Mate, you've lost it. Should we get back to talking about things we actually Let's start a call. Yeah, okay. So this is great news. <laughs> this is, this is yeah so it's it goes against um kim kardashian uh and uh katie price uh who else have we called out Gemma collins um basically instagram are tightening their rules on diet and cosmetic surgery posts um <laughs> so now apparently if you are under 18 you will not see posts that are related to this that was a long time ago for us yeah it was um god that's a really long time for you especially right jeez um yeah so if you're under 18 these posts will be hidden from you and i don't think now that you're allowed to advertise with discount codes and affiliation codes to stuff like detox teas um and diet supplements the only thing i would say is at the moment kind of under 18s won't be able to see these posts does anyone ever put under 18 when they're signing up to a platform like this like, yeah, I thought that. Like, you know, on yeah. Instagram, it's like, are you 14? Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like when you go on iPlayer and it goes, do you have a TV license? No, kids no gonna go, oh, I'm not yeah, going to watch yeah. it then. Well, even when it says this is for over 18s only, oh, you confirm you're over 18. Like, no one's going to go, oh, I guess I can't watch it. Yeah. So I can is, imagine you doing that. You're just brutally honest. Just, <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'm too young. Um, oh, you know, I really shouldn't be doing this. So. Yeah. So it is, it is great news and it feels like a step in the right direction. However, we still need a lot more. We still need a lot more. Like, I don't just want these adverts hidden from under 18s. They just shouldn't be allowed to be on the feed at all. Well, there's an argument to be made here about freedom of, of consumption and things like that. Like, you But there's know. no benefit to these products at all. Yeah, but it's more along the lines of, and I'm a big believer in this, you should be able to expose people to things. We should educate our communities to be able to handle these things properly. I don't think banning things outright is a really mm -hmm. good idea a lot of the time. Not to say that I don't agree with this because I do. People, I do. I think with the young people thing, like I remember when I was a kid, you always think it's condescending when you say you're impressionable when you're younger, but it's kind of the whole point of being young is you're supposed to be impressionable so that you expose yourself to things, you experience things, and then you shape yourself as you get older. And if anything, people criticize old people for not being flexible and be mm -hmm. stuck in their ways. So kids are impressionable. And, and if you do, if you get the wrong source of information or if you pick up negative role models, it obviously can be detrimental. And I think, yeah, in all honesty, I don't think that there's anything positive about cosmetic surgery at all. But I would rather we, and I'm, oh God, I'm, this is a real utopian idea here. I appreciate that. But I'd rather we, we could expose people to stuff and then just go, this is not right. Mm -hmm. But sometimes, you know, you need to make legislation to to start a movement like that, don't you? Yeah, that is true. That's true. So, yeah, it's, it's going to get discussions going. I know that uh, your favorite celebrity, uh, Jamila Jamil. Oh, yeah. Um, she's posted uh, in the last 24 hours. She's a shining scar, star. star. Oh, God. Oh, wow. Cosmetic surgery chat. She's a shining star in the black night of Instagram. <laughs> got there in the end yeah it's yeah so she's posted saying that this is a great step um and i'm with her uh, but i still think more needs doing jamila we need to get you on oh, that'd be so good. i think you need to come and record an episode of just a fitness tip in michael's kitchen um michael's kitchen that sounds like a good brand for like a soup or something i'm in yeah. there's a restaurant in edinburgh called 
It actually might be called Michael's Kitchen. Shout out Michael's Kitchen. There's um, a, it's uh, just by the Waverly Arches. I can't remember the name of the road. Just well, we better specify to her which Michael's Kitchen we mean she when she comes. She the wrong restaurant. But I think me and Jamila Jamil, and obviously you could be there too, um, would have a good chat about <laughs> body positivity and the role social media plays in brainwashing people. Yeah. Uh, I know there's. You've been really working the Google search this. I do you know episode. I have. I know. I've been. I'm. I'm determined to find the name of this restaurant because it's really good. It's not Michael Neve, although that is a brilliant restaurant. No hashtag. I'm too working class for not that. Not an ad. No. So they do. <laughs> I sound like a uh, a rep now. They do like a um a tasting menu for lunch. It's really good and it's really cheap as well. Great. There we go. How much so, you get paid for that? You shill. Literally nothing, but I feel like I should get paid for it. Check out his affiliate links. Yeah. <laughs> yeah not true um so yeah oh here we go it's michael's steak and seafood bar yep so don't go there jamila meet us in michael (laughs) ujoa's kitchen um no you know what to mention this jamila jamil is one of and i don't i won't say she's the first but apparently she went through quite a long drawn out process to make sure that the latest billboard for the good place which is a tv show that she's on was not airbrushed and she posted yeah. about it and she showed the picture. She's like, look, I've got like back fat and all this. I was like, I fought to make sure that I didn't get airbrushed in this. And this is what I really look like. And the thing is, she's very attractive. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it. Like, do you know what I mean? Like you look at pictures of yourself and you go, oh God, I've got bags under my eyes. Or, oh, duh, duh, duh. But look, on the whole, when you look at yourself as one thing, we're all pretty gorgeous, you know, at least the people Thanks. I hang out with. Hey, you know, but then that's it. I think whenever you put anything in isolation, you might think this beautiful, beautiful brown vision on a billboard is um, how could she feel bad about herself? But we all feel like that. And uh, I think it's good that she's taking one step towards kind of reality. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it goes back to this idea of what we were talking about a few weeks ago about how people achieve their bodies using nefarious means. Mm -hmm. We're not being transparent and honest. And I think, we can all live our lives however we want to, really. As long as we're just honest about how we're getting yeah. there. And like, also, I like the fact that she gets a lot of hate from Piers Morgan, so it's a sign you're doing something why? right. Can you imagine if we were debating Piers Morgan? Man, that'd be so funny. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? One thing, you can't debate him. He just shouts louder. No, but like we could do the two-prong assault because you could like come in there with the facts, mm-hmm. and then I could just say something really funny and insulting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I could, I could write a limerick yeah. about him. Right, should we move on to our last... Um... Yeah, something more serious, I think. Then yeah. I think we should move on to something more serious. Oh, no, this is quite good. Yeah, so Edinburgh Live website, edinburghlive.co.uk. Shout um, out, Edinburgh Live, get us on there. I think, have we been on Edinburgh Live before? No, we should have, though. I feel we should have. Um, Was we... it Dana McAlpin? Hit us up, I'm do an article on I'm how... assuming she is Edinburgh-based, if anyone knows her. <laughs> With a name like Edinburgh Live, Live you'd yeah. hope so. Uh, so now apparently um, you can get discounted pizza at these Edinburgh restaurants simply by cycling there. Getting cheap pizza is as easy as riding a bike. Brilliant. Yeah. Dana, <laughs> love it. it. So apparently at uh, the High Dive and Siverino Slice, uh, which is part of Edinburgh's renowned Siverino's restaurant collection, um, cheap pizza is now quite literally as easy as riding a bike. Just milk that twice. It yeah, was good the first I, time. I read the sentence. So it was in there. I had to go with that. That was the top. Yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah. So basically, <laughs> the idea. Although, let's be honest here, right? No, I, I applaud. I applaud this scheme. 
because it's encouraging people to get moving. Who doesn't want cheap pizza? Yeah. I, I will I will call into contention the term cheap because it is 10% mm. off, which in the world of discounts, as we all know, sometimes isn't worth batting an eyelid. No, it's not. 15%, you've got my attention. 20%, I'm already there. <laughs> yeah. So, but 10% is good. No, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to criticize it, but maybe cheap pizza is uh, uh, glamorizing it a little bit too much. Mm. Maybe. Well, what if, right, if it's a 20 pound pizza, mm. that's two pounds. Well, so I think so I'm still at, spending 18 pounds. If you're in a slice, you don't buy a whole pizza, do you? You buy like a little bit, it's like a slice of pizza, hence the name. So it's not that expensive. So it says all you have to do to get 10% off your pie, which I assume is an Americanism for a whole pizza. Man, I don't think it is. No, I think maybe at the high dive, do they do pies and pizza? I don't know. No, um, pie, pizza, pie. It's an American thing, is it? Yeah, that's what they'd call a whole pizza. American tippers, bat me up here. Hit me up at Jason Pro Unicyclist and let me know that pizza pie is a full pizza. Wow. And apparently they are, we sound like an advert now. They're also holding a pizza party for hardworking Edinburgh fringe survivors all of this month. That's us. Pizza, a can of beer, and a shot of Jameson for 10 quid. Oh, right. Let's do it. It's, what day is it today? Thursday. Oh, if it's Friday, I'd be going straight there. Do. We do. We're gonna we're gonna record another video after this, aren't we? And oh yeah, we um. I was saying we could go for pizza, but we're quite far away from Severino's here. We are. You know what? We could what? cycle there. <laughs> <laughs> get that ten percent off. No, I like this. This is good. Shout Severino's in the high dive. Um, local Edinburgh business. Uh, obviously looking to encourage movement, encourage fitness, and also kind of offset the idea that you can't eat pizza, um, and be healthy. Because you can. Yeah. As long as it's not the only thing you're eating. Yes. Bury the toppings. No, it's, uh, as I said in my video yesterday, every food can be part of a healthy diet. Wait, you can't eat pizza, pizza though, can you? Uh, vegan cheese is fine. So before everyone went crazy for vegan, were you just not eating pizza? Uh, yeah, basically I didn't have pizza Christ, for a while. that is yeah. a world I have would Have you ever... Like so I'd go to a pizza place and be like, just have it without cheese. Have you ever had pizza without cheese? Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. It's not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I had one recently, actually, and I was shocked. <laughs> How bad it was. Yeah. 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 It's, just, yeah. Like, it's just like bread yeah. with tomato. We can get it. some really good vegan cheese now for pizza. Uh, there's a pizza place in Edinburgh um, called At Pizza. Um, it's uh, just at the West End. I would recommend everyone goes. Once again, not an ad, just amazing This reminds pizza. me of a hip-hop quote. There's a JME, fantastic grime artist, mm -hmm. who, um, not to digress, I met in a shopping centre in North London once, told him I loved him. <laughs> he looked shocked. Um, I met Noel Fielding once and told him I loved him. Wow. Yeah. I've had quite a few God, things. we're really looking for approval, aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, he has a line in a song that says, you've got no taste like vegan cheese. Wow, that's shots fired. He is a vegan, though. Ah, uh, okay. But it's got better. It used to be really bad when it first kind yeah. of... I mean, this song was from 2016, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think within the last kind of two, three years, vegan cheese has actually got really, really good. Um, and at, at Pizza, they've got vegan cheese, and it is amazing. Like, it's really good cheese. Um, where else did I have a pizza the other day that had it? Um, pizza Hut. Oh, I can't remember. Severino Slice. No, it might be Dough, maybe. Um place called dough in edinburgh um but yeah there is good vegan cheese now is the summary of this conversation uh but pizza without cheese it's just not worth it i'm sure that was a line in martin luther king's i have a dream speech <laughs> yeah. i have a dream of a world with good vegan cheese yeah and guess what martin it we're happened. in it yeah we're in your perfect world we're living the dream apart from the racism but we're getting there
I uh, I feel also we've done the hip hop quote. I've got one more. You've got another one. Okay, love it. So I've that's the end more. of our articles. Um, first of all, before we go to the hip hop quote, if you enjoyed this episode, please do review us. Um, we've had quite a few reviews. We appreciate it. Uh, we would like a few more just more. to help spread the word of just the fitness tip. I know we regularly, we regularly get quite a few listens now, which is great. <laughs> so if like fifty people or fifty percent of people uh, went and reviewed us, that'd be incredible. And guys, bear in mind, we're not asking you to leave good reviews. If you leave a one star review, this is this is the criteria. You have to give us a witty reason why. <laughs> yeah. We don't mind haters, but yeah. we want good haters. Yeah. So that's yeah, I like that. Yeah. So please do leave us a review. Uh spread the word on social media. We will happily give you a share too. Um and we will see you all again next week. So this is just the fitness tip with Mike Joe and Jason Ald, uh, Edinburgh's number one fitness podcast. Jason, do you want to lead us out with the final hip hop quote? I thought this week demanded a return to the more conventional uh actual quotes set up of actual <laughs> quotes yeah it, it, it made me think this line i thought of this line when we were talking about the fat shaming thing this is a quote from childish gambino aka donald glover a song called i'm all right and the quote is being happy is the goal but greatness is my mission so remember guys set yourself a goal set yourself an ambitious goal but always always be happy. Thank you very much, guys, and we will see you again next week. Keep on tipping.